We had kind of a sad event happen earlier here at the household. Um, not for the rest of the family, by any means, just for me. My old paintings, I, I finally found them, right? I went inside. I've been building, painting things for a long time, right? Recently, I mentioned a few episodes ago that I've been painting, but I didn't mention that I've been doing this for years. I just, I put down the brush and now I picked it up. But sadly, my old paintings, I found some and I, I made several mistakes as a beginner, which have ended up biting me in the ass. And because of that, two of my old canvases had black mold on them, which I had to get rid of. It was so bad. The infestation of black mold was so bad that I had to take out the canvases, out of, first off, out of the house. And I, I burned them. Seriously. Well, welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast, where we had a Viking funeral for two of my old pieces of art. Sadly, it was two of them that I actually really liked. One of them was not done yet, but I, I honestly never, like, even in its unfinished state, it looked okay. And the other was completely finished, and sadly, it had a silhouette of a Scottish flag in the background. It was a beautiful thing, right? But I fucked up badly. Now, let's discuss the mistakes that I made, and also other stuff this week. Anyway. Before we continue, yes, I know. I know you can hear it in my voice. I'm not the best right now. I usually handle cold weather far better than this, um, but I, I guess the diet that I'm currently on is also affecting my, my immune system, so to speak. Welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast, where I am not well. In my throat, I mean. I'm, I'm well everywhere else, but other than that, this cold weather's been kicking my ass lately. It doesn't help that I don't sleep with pants on. Like, everything else... Well clothed, just no pants. Seriously, I'll fucking sleep with shoes if they're clean enough. What a weird visual. Anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about. As stated previously, two canvases of mine were so damaged with mold and rot, I guess is the term, that I unfortunately had to take them out back and basically shoot them. But we're not going to call it that. We're going to call it what it was. It was a Viking funeral. I set them ablaze and may Odin and Valhalla hang them in the Great Hall. Good for them. The thing is, right, I made a mistake as a youth, or as a, as a youth, what am I saying? As a beginner artist, because the thing is, these canvases are very old. They're some of my first works. In fact, they're five or six years old, right? So obviously they have a bit of date to them. The date helping with the value of them, which if this doesn't, if, if, it, if this is coming out of left field, what I'm saying, when I add value to something, it's because recently I have actually been studying in depth art and it's financial like how, how it's determined because the thing is unfortunately it would have been worth nothing basically it would have been dirt cheap you put it up for auction they're not even gonna wince they'll, they'll do nothing okay and i say this because they weren't even lacquered if that makes no sense then it's because i used the wrong term um again i'm a beginner sorry the term is varnish i did not varnish the acrylic paintings I made that mistake. So today what I did is I got the remaining acrylic paints that I had finished and I did this, um, the, what's the term? What's the term? I just said it. I just, how did I forget it? I got a cough. I'm going to pause it. I couldn't even finish saying what I was going to say before I coughed 
with a furious cough just now. I am so sorry. Anyway, back to it. We are discussing the varnish. There we go. Sorry. The varnish of acrylic paintings. And the thing is, it took nine hours. It was worth it, though. But, you know, it, it's, it's peace of mind. Essentially, what I've done is I coated the acrylic paint in a very thin compound, an incredibly thin liquid, that when it dries after three hours, you add another coating of it, give it three hours, add another coating of it, wait three hours. And then what you have is a lacquered pro lacquered product? Whatever I said before. It's not lacquer. I know it's not lacquer. Lacquer is for furniture, right? Varnish. Fuck, varnish. I think varnish is too, actually. Moving on. God. I get those two terms uh, mixed. You know, they're in the other room. I'm just going to grab the damn things. Here it is right here, because a lot of you have been um, wondering. I guess because I myself am fucking wondering. Right now I'm going to open the bottle. I, I actually have to make sure that it hasn't stuck to itself. It's really sketchy, because the matte varnish is a... <clears throat> it's a tricky bitch to work with. I don't know how to explain it. Um, if you close it, imagine like, like crazy glue, right? Like if you close this thing and it won't open, you gotta really pry that thing open. Right now, I have a finished product. I got my my painting Vino, and I I coated it. I did the three coating process, and it looks perfect. It's got a matte finish. But the product that I use is a Liquitex matte varnish for acrylic mediums. You have to specify what paint you use. The main issue, right? What I did wrong in the first place, which is something that's a learning curve for those listening as well. Heed my warning. If you're going to use any any canvas, regardless of what kind it is, you know, if it's a canvas, if it's stretched out on the little wooden pegs, you got to you gotta varnish that thing, okay? You absolutely got to varnish it because what's going to happen is it's going to prevent dust and mold from building on the thing. And... Unless you have a specified room, unless you have a special room that's controlled with humidity and everything, and is bone dry, then yeah, I'm sorry, it's gonna happen if you don't varnish the thing. Even if you do varnish the thing, you gotta take care of it. My problem was, the previous paintings that I mentioned, not only are they four years of work gone, by the way, four years ago I made those and I stored them somewhere, but I forgot about them. Not only did I not take them out of that environment, I left them perfectly stagnant for anything to grow on it, I did not count the humidity. I did not varnish it. I just, I fucking mistreated them, honestly. I just abandoned them. Your art is your work, you know what I mean? And that's where I fucked up. The thing is, I didn't know you're supposed to varnish acrylic paintings or any kind of painting, really. If you do oil paints on a canvas, you gotta varnish it. Anything that you finish, you gotta varnish. It's that simple. That's if you want to keep it in the long term, anyway. I did want to keep those other ones, but I didn't do my research. I always thought that... In fact, I remember, too. I remember looking at it back then, and I thought, well, I'm not... I don't have enough money to do that. It's not even that expensive. It's like $20 a bottle, and one bottle can cover... I did four canvases today, four big ones, and there's still plenty in there. A lot in there, in fact. In fact, it's, it's full. It's fucking full. So where I messed up was I neglected a piece of, uh, an important step, basically. When it comes to learning things, whether making cheese, making wine, doing a painting, any of these things, right? Every single detail matters. That's where I fuck up. I do not, I, I'm a proud person, okay? I think, oh, I'm smarter than you. I'm not, I'm a fucking dumbass because stuff like what happened today happened. I feel bad because I had a really good painting covered in mold. One of my favorites, one that I, I actually forgot that I did. And when I found it, I was I was crestfallen. I was heartbroken. 
That was one of my favorite ones. The one with the Scottish flag, by the way. That was, that was sick. That was fucking awesome. It's gone now. It is burnt. And there's no recovering it, but there's, um, I'll try to recreate it. The difference is, I'm using different types of paint, okay? I know you can get those little tubes of paint at Walmart for 99 cents. That That's what I've been using, okay, for practice. But I feel like I've practiced enough. I've been practicing for years. It is time to do an actual big boy painting. What does that mean? Well, if you're trying to sell art pieces, you you can't use cotton canvas, right? Which is what I've been using the whole time. If you're wondering where I'm getting this, it's from people who... um. I found YouTube videos of people who have actually made it in the industry. People are selling their paintings for like five, ten thousand uh, dollars a canvas, and they're actually selling. The difference is, I, I you know, I, I should have done this research years ago, but it's an eye opener for sure. What I have here is a cloth canvas on a, re a really cheap one too. I went to Dollar General and I bought these, along with some of the paint which I ended up buying slightly more expensive paint later on. But, you know, the, the brand is apparently important. I had no idea it was so important, but it is. Let me tell you where I'm coming from right now. I would go to Walmart and get the cheap little ones for, you know, 99 cents each. Or you can get the bundle deal, which is like five bucks. That's what I would do. Something cheap, right? But I do this and I practice. The thing is, I, I from what I've been doing, I think maybe it's time to... I keep saying this, sorry. Um, I'm actually kind of tired. <laughs> it's probably this cough I have. Anyway. Uh, summarizing everything. Cheap painting makes... Cheap paint makes cheap painting. Cheap brush makes cheap painting, okay? Buying more expensive product is apparently important as well. And let me tell you why. Why that is. I'm learning it as I'm going. Because the thing is, I bought a really expensive brush today. At least for me, it's expensive. A single one of these brushes was nine fucking dollars, but let me let me describe what I'm holding. It's a tiny, it's a big brush, a regular sized brush, but the tip of it is about to a centimeter long, a centimeter long brush, super tiny. It's called a spotter. It's incredibly tiny. It's a spotter brush, but the brand apparently matters. So it's an R and L, ten by zero Zen Royal and Langnickel brush. Incredibly small brush, right? Now for the paint that I bought today, because this shit was not cheap. And I bought, um, let's see, 10 12 milliliter tubes, right? The brand is Windsor & Newton Gouache, which is a opaque matte finish painting, or paints rather. It's 10 little tubes, right? But damn, they are not cheap. Like, they're like $22. And for the same, the same little box set, if you got a cheaper brush or if you got a cheaper paint, you would get you'd get the same amount for about ten bucks. Not 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 even ten bucks. Four or five. I'm in fact I've seen this exact set for a much cheaper um from a much cheaper brand for five bucks. Dirt cheap, right? Well, it, it doesn't matter anymore. As soon as you start making your way up, it's kinda like um it's kind of like when you become a musician and you start with a practice guitar. It's um, it's not that it's not the best looking. It's not the best in general. It's not the best sounding, but it's enough. You know, it's enough to practice on. It's like when you go from that to a stage guitar, which is much more expensive, much smoother on the fingers, but it looks you know it looks way way more beautiful. You know what I mean? It's good to practice too, but it's more for show. 
That's essentially the same thing here with these um, paintings. These paints, sorry. Wow, I keep mixing that up, don't I? I'm gonna cough, I gotta pause it again. At the very least, I could say that my sinus pressure just has gone away. Like, it doesn't hurt as bad, I guess, is what I'm saying. But it doesn't hurt at all now that I think about it. It's all in my throat now. Which sucks because I need my throat to talk on this damn podcast. That's why right now, if my voice sounds different, that is not your ears, that's not your earpiece, that's not your AirPods, which I know a lot of you have. It's just my voice. Sorry. Yeah, this is a very art-heavy episode because the thing is, that's all I've been doing all week. And last week. And the week prior. I've really been fucking hammering it down on these paintings. And later on, I'm going to varnish some more paintings. I gave my girlfriend some, but we asked for, I asked for them back, right? It's a small canvas, one of them. But I want to be sure that I lacquer a fucking... It's right here, the varnish. It, that I varnish it properly so that they'll last much longer. You know what I mean? They keep dust away, they look prettier, and they don't reflect light as bad, which I don't know how to explain it. It's got UV protection and everything. This thing does everything, honestly. Now that I read the bottle, it's... That's impressive. Non-removable, archival, matte for acrylics, permanent. That's, that's pretty good. Okay, it's got three different languages on it. And reading the bottle, and as soon as I start, like... As soon as I started buying more expensive and professional uh paints i realized what i was doing wrong right let me go into detail right now i'm actually kind of a um kind of shy talking about this i feel like it makes me look like an idiot but i gotta be honest so i've been going to michael's right the painting uh the art supply store and everything and then get the cheap paints but it never occurred to me right it never clicked as soon as i started doing research on more advanced techniques and everything that maybe I'm doing something wrong. First off, in Michael's, when you go there, you realize that if you go to the cheap acrylics, you're, you're in the kids section. How the fuck did I never know that? You know, I'm kind of embarrassed with myself. But, you know, live and learn, live and learn. I went across the store to the other side. And let me tell you, the, the difference is surprising. Because on one side, you've got a, a not guarded, cheap pieces of shit, you know, colorings. A lot of which I have here. And it's like, okay, whatever. Some of them are open and spilled everywhere. It's a mess and there's no cameras there. Because it's mostly, you know, really, really cheap stuff. And then you go to the other side of the store. To the spot where, one, they have the var- uh, the varnish, right? They have the varnish there. 20 fucking dollars a bottle, but still. You look around and you realize there are cameras here. A lot of them. A lot of cameras, right? And they have different levels, too. Level 1... Uh, student level two artist level three professional i guess i'm level one still but i'm aware of it at least and that's where i started seeing the different brands specifically the ones that advertise things that i've never ever like even considered like what the pigment does after it dries is it matte is it satin you know is it stuff like that right I never thought that mattered, right? But no, that's that's the thing. Like, it, it absolutely matters. The type of canvas matters too. Which is why I, I'm, I've got a bunch of cotton ones here, which I'm using as practice. These are considered student-grade... Um, student-grade... Uh, what's the term? What's the term? You see how tired I am? You see how tired I am and I still do this? These are considered student-grade canvases. Student-grade canvases. And for work that you actually want to sell, you want to get it on not cotton canvas, but 
What was the term? What was the term? I got him on my Amazon wish list. Hang on. Linen canvas. Sorry. <laughs> Took me a bit, right? And on top of that, after you're done with your art and you, um, you varnish it and everything, there is a thing you're supposed to do, right? Where... I made this mistake, right? This is how big of a beginner I am. I thought you could just sell it to someone, give them a high price, and a lot of people will buy it. Not the case at all. You start small. You're going to start small, okay? But you're going to start knowing that there's one thing in the art world that you have to, that you have to face. You're going to have to face the fact that some of your art is going to be a little cheaper than the others, but never lower the price. If no one's buying it, no one's buying it, period. Never lower the price because if you already sold a canvas and you lower the price, it makes you look cheap as an artist. It makes you look like you're desperate for money and that their investment was not worth it. I'm learning all this this year, okay? I'm 26. I've been doing art since, since I was a fucking kid. So, again, I feel I feel stupid, but alas, that's, that's the truth, you know? You're, you're learning things as you get older. I wish I learned this as a young man, but nope, here I am. It's better to learn something later in life than to never learn it at all, though. You know what I mean? These are all steps that I'm taking to maybe become a good artist or maybe become a decent one or at the very least sell something eventually. I'm not going to go out and advertise these cotton canvases either. I'm going to make sure that the high-end stuff is actually bought. The good thing is the canvases, in terms of differences in price are not that different like these canvases on amazon are 26 dollars, which sounds like a lot but you get 12 of them for that price and for three dollars i've been getting these little cheap uh cotton canvas ones but they're perfect for for practice you know what i mean and they make good gifts if you know what you're doing but again sometimes i don't sometimes i do my inspiration is very unusual too when it comes to painting sometimes i just sit there or I'm at work and suddenly I just stare at something for a bit and I think, I want to paint that. And I do it. Like the bottle, the bottle one, Vino. That was from the last bottle of wine that I drank. And I just stared at it and I thought, this is some disgusting wine. Why did I drink it? And yeah, I don't know. I just stared at the bottle and I thought, there's a bit of a situational irony to it. And so I painted it. It's, it's that simple. Sometimes you, you find inspiration in the weirdest places. You ever just go to fucking take a quick nap, which you swear is going to be like a quick five or ten minute nap. You accidentally end up falling asleep for five hours, waking up the next day at your job. Me neither. Because it was four hours. Anyway, good morning. If you hear dogs barking in the background, I can literally not control that. I go outside. We have a bunch of puppies everywhere. They're, they don't know how to calm down. They, they really don't. You ever tried domesticating an entire wolf pack it's basically what i'm doing right now okay it's not easy what were we talking about last week anyway last week i mean yesterday i mean last night oh my god i know she's probably never gonna hear this and i'm just gonna say this because fuck it why not sarah offered me seven billion dollars for the uh the bottle of wine art piece i take travelers checks i pr probably i don't know does anyone know wells fargo takes travelers checks I, I don't fucking know right anyway i've been looking into more um no i haven't I'm kidding. Yes, I've been looking into more art stuff, right? It's clear. Can, can you fucking tell? This entire episode's been about art, so has the last few months. I, it's my new obsession, but truth be told, I do have a history with it. It was not... This isn't new, okay? This is old. This is very old. It, it's been 
it's been there. You know what I mean? Like I've, 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 I've liked art for the longest time. I've been doing it for years. I just don't really ever think of going professional because I know one thing about professional art and that is that it takes the fun out of it. Which, to be fair, I'm very glad I didn't go professional and like go to CalArts and end up drawing for Disney. It sounds miserable when you do it that way because then it's like, you know, you got a 12-hour shift drawing a fucking arm. You know why? Hands are notoriously difficult to draw in animated characters in, in general, okay? You want pointillism, you want surrealism, all that shit is difficult, okay? It takes time. But you know what you don't have when you're at work? Time, okay? Because <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta know that stuff already. It does take the fun out of it. I did see a lot of, uh, I, I did see, okay, something's fucking drawing my attention, but I'll tell you it later. It takes time, and sometimes you, you have to know your stuff when you're actually in the professional industry, which I'm not, because I've never sold a, a painting yet. You know, I, I kind of did. Now that I think about it, I think I did. I sold a canvas for 20 bucks. Does that count? Does that count as professionalism? I'm going to say yes. Um, anyway, that's the only time I've ever sold art. Yay. <laughs> oh, I'm getting old. All right, time to talk about what I was being distracted by earlier. I was just kind of, um, earlier I was uh, at work. What I do, right? While I'm at work, I'll play something on YouTube and I'll just listen to it in the background. Occasionally, YouTube gives me videos based on stuff that I should really, like, I don't know, stuff that I like and it knows I like. A lot of the times, the algorithm doesn't get it right. And that's okay, you know, algorithms will make mistakes. It is what it is. It's the modern world, it's gonna happen. But... YouTube drops the biggest fucking ball on me today, right? And it's it's insane. I loved it. My girlfriend knew about this information before I did, and I, I, I wish I was told, like, this is some cool fucking information. Basically, one of the one of the world's most notorious assassins is from my girl's hometown. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. What blows my mind is that I don't live that far from there. So ew, you know, see it's, it's eerie, it's eerie stuff. I learned more about him online, and it's it's cool. I'm not gonna give his name just because I don't wanna, I don't want people to fucking look him up and be like, oh, so you're from you're, you're from here then. Now, the most I'll give is that I'm from Tulare County, because to be honest, I was trying to keep it secret, but my neighbor did this very clever thing where he doxed me without doxing me directly. Um, yeah. So if you go on my Instagram, some of my followers are just the name of my town. Yeah, there's no hiding from that. And it's a really small town with a very small population. So if you see it, you look for it. If you really wanted to look for it, you'd find it, okay? So yeah, the the secret's out. The genie's out of the bottle. I'm from Tulare County. Why keep that a secret? To be honest, it's just because this podcast is worldwide and a lot of people overseas listen. People locally in California, they're going to hear that and go, Oh, I know where that is. And people overseas, they're not going to know what's going on. So I just thought, you know, why, why keep them out of the loop? It's, I don't know. I, I didn't feel right keeping them left out, which doesn't make any sense. Hey, I'm not used to people worldwide listening to me, okay? I had the world's shittiest fucking coffee earlier. And you know who made it? I did. Here's where I fucked up, right? When it comes to making instant coffee, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to mix the creamer in with the little crystals. You're supposed to mix it with cold water, give it a second, and then put it in the hot water. I fucked up and I immediately went for put the crystals, mix them with this sugar-free syrup, which, I, yeah, I bought my own syrup, you know, like the ones that they use at Starbucks. I got one that was sugar-free. It tastes like salted caramel. Really good. But 
Oh my god, it is not... It is not to be mixed with coffee crystals. And, um... They didn't mix very well, like at all. It's completely bitter. Tastes awful. I drank it little by little all day. I got through half of it, and just now I threw it away at a gas station. I was going to get better coffee, but, like, to be honest, I just... I couldn't be bothered. It's way too late for me to have caffeine anyway. Plus, I just... I, I got work tomorrow, so you know how it is? You know, sometimes you just gotta... Just gotta leave it there. My voice is doing that thing again. You can hear it. I'm, I'm not more tired. Don't think that. I am not more tired. What's going on, too, is um, I have... Um, Oh, you know what? At the beginning of this recording, I think I mentioned that I had these art pieces that I didn't varnish. And um, as of now, as of me actually recording now, I have finished the varnish. In fact, my girlfriend helped me with it. Thank you, honey. I, I love you so much. And they look great. They look absolutely amazing. Like after they were varnished, they look just like they did before. But now there's an added layer of protection and security. They look completely undisturbed. The colors didn't run. If anything, they're more solid than ever. They're matte. They don't have any, um, they don't have that, uh, color, what's the term? They don't, they're not as reflective. That's what I wanted, to be honest. I wanted a flat pan with nothing, like, like, if I hit it with a sunlight or a flashlight, it wouldn't, like, flash, you know, it wouldn't be too shiny. But I made a discovery while I was buying some art, um, I don't know how to approach this, right? This is something that boils my fucking blood. And it's one of those things, like, it would be on that show. Why is it so expensive? I went to the Michaels app. I have it now, just because I've been going so often. I went to the brush section, right? I just typed in brushes, and I put from most expensive to least. And I found that a single brush from this company... Ooh, I hiccuped. I found that a single brush from this company. Let me look them up because this is crazy. Okay, I, I'm not too familiar with painting brands, right? But this is fucking ridiculous. It's a, a Skoda Reserva Kolinsky Tajmir Sable Brush. Okay, well, before I tell you this right now, first, this is a single brush, right? It looks amazing. It looks immaculate. It looks incredibly fine point. So, what's the problem with it, right? Okay, picture this in your head. If you guys aren't familiar with that show, it's an Inside Edition, I think. They they make this show called Why Is It So Expensive? Or, you know, just so expensive. And they go into this meticulous process of, like, why really expensive products cost what they cost. This one, I can't justify. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's something in the craft that I will learn years later. That's what I'm assuming, right? This is what I'm picturing in my head there's some guy who made this by hand and he's been mastering this for like not hundreds of years obviously not but he's been mastering it for quite a long time right if he's charging $1,337.74 per brush I am not joking go on Michael's like website type in brushes doesn't even matter the location go from most expensive to least and this is one of the top results in fact the only thing on top of it is a set from Senelier French Artist 98 color complete watercolor wood box set. Watercolor wood box set. $1,678. Is there something I'm missing in the art field? Like, is, is there a reason they're so expensive? And it seems like this is Skoda Kolinsky, right? It, it seems like this uh, Kolinsky, I don't know. Sable Brush, mm, Da Vinci Maestro. They're so expensive, dude. It's shocking, right? 
but they've got to come with a lifetime warranty or something, right? For that price, it has to. I'm blown away by the amount of money that people spend to make their art pieces. The more I learn about it, the more the, the more I get into it, right? But I'm not going to shill out a thousand dollars for a fucking brush. I mean, I had to bite my balls and pay nine dollars for this. A single, I'm holding a brush right now, that's why you can't see it. I know it's not a visual podcast, but I'm holding a single brush that cost me $9, and this shit was a pain to buy. Now you're telling me when I get more advanced, I'm going to spend $1,000 on brush? I guess if I have fuck you money, that doesn't matter, right? That's going to be the end goal anyway. Speaking of end goals, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meet Me Podcast. I'm tired, but like, I don't know, like me learning more about arts, it's just, I, I keep going off, right? It's just when I was first studying art stuff, I was not aware that there was so much to it. The main reason being is because my frame of reference was other students. I should not have stopped there. You know, I should have maybe consulted experts, people who are actually making it in the field. Because the thing is, art, there's like a 0.01% chance you're going to make it in the field. I don't expect to get big. I don't expect to get worldwide or famous or anything. I just expect... uh, to make a decent painting even if i just keep it myself that's cool too fuck it you know sometimes you just make something by hand and you're proud of it it's as simple as that the difference with art and i don't know cheese and wine is that the difference there is that well one you can eat cheese two you can drink wine there's a lot of differences fuck it Anyways, I will see you guys next week. Um, We are actually working on something. I'm thinking of updating merch on the Teesprings, um, the link tree. And I don't know. I think I'm just getting rid of all clothing in general on that. I think I already did. Just to be sure, I'm going to go ahead and double check. I still have more stickers to give out. And only a few people are getting them. Last time, last time I had the sticker giveaway, there was way too many people. I was way too generous. And they ended up in places they really shouldn't have been. One of them ended up on a fucking train, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I don't know why you guys did that, but whatever. Who's going to read it on a train, by the way? All right, see you guys next week. I need to take a nap.